0: Hi guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Topic Podcast. This is Emmaline. Hi guys. This is Kiara. Welcome back. Yes guys. Today we are going to get into another topic. We are going to be discussing moving on after betrayal. And this was another request from one of our group members on our Facebook group, the Top Pick Podcast. So don't forget to join that.
1: Yes, please. Don't forget to join our Facebook group. We have so many different people who want to discuss so many different topics. So we're so excited and interested to get into it with you guys. But we are the Top Pick on Facebook groups. And of course, remember to follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
0: Yes, and of course, if you guys do not feel comfortable posting on the actual page, you can always post anonymous anonymously, or you guys can even slide right into our DMs, <laughs> and you can just send us something through um, Messenger as well. You don't have to technically post it on the page.
1: Yeah, I do have some people sliding in my DMs, so that's completely okay. I hope I give you guys as much time as you are looking for, but we're definitely going to get into it on the podcast, so Welcome to another show with us. We're so excited to get into this topic, even though it's not a very happy thing to discuss, but moving on from something is always, once you get to that, you know, moved on stage is always something to talk about. So
0: absolutely. And today we're going to be discussing moving on after betrayal, and this could be in a relationship, a friendship family ship, because <laughs> mm-hmm. families yes. betray us as well. They sure do. So this is kind of a broad topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we just kind of want to get right into it. Mm-hmm. So, Kiera, for you, like, what steps do you take after feeling betrayed, or how do you, like, react to that? Ballistic. <laughs> i <I'm> just kidding.
1: <laughs> so it's, it, I mean... I, I react to betrayal. I think I put a lot of it on me. I don't react more. I don't react to the person who I feel betrayed by. I put a lot of that blame on me. Mm -hmm. How could I have misjudged this situation? Or how many red flags did I, you know, cruise through before I got here. Like, where were the signs? Why wasn't I paying attention? So for me, I put a lot on myself when I'm betrayed versus the other person. I just react in a way where I'm like, okay, like all of my guards are back up sky high and I need to deal with this kind of alone, sit with myself and see what I could have done which isn't always the right way. We don't, nobody deserves to be betrayed. Nobody should justify, you know, or say, well, I could have done this better. So I guess that's something that I have to work on, but I always think like, I am such a good people reader. Why didn't, why couldn't I read this? Mm
0: -hmm. So, um,
1: I am very hard on myself when it comes to betrayal. That's how I react. How about you? How do you react?
0: I react similarly to how you react. I do get into kind of like this shutdown mode
1: Uh when
0: I feel betrayed by someone. I will, you know, let them know one that you've hurt me, but I won't even sometimes wait for their response. (laughs) I will literally say what I have to say, whether if I'm talking to you on the phone, I will hang up or if I'm texting you, I will block you or just not respond. And Uh I usually internalize it. But what I realized with me doing that, that in a couple weeks, a couple months, these feelings will come back. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I thought I had control of this situation. I thought I dealt with this, but I really didn't. And just like you, I put a lot of blame on myself. Like, how did I not see this in this person? And Mm -hmm. I start to mistrust my own judgment. Like, I obviously don't know how to read people i obviously don't know how to you know pick out these red flags so how can i trust myself with anyone so yeah. you know and that makes me just stay away period from starting new relationships new friendships i've always said like how do grown ups even make friends and i am definitely the type of person i i i keep the same friends for years and years. I don't (laughs) make new ones. And this is, I guess, a trauma response to just not being able to trust people because I'm like, I feel like I just cannot trust people's, you know, their ways. And I feel like I can't trust my own judgment.
1: Yeah. You, you just start questioning yourself a little bit and and I agree. I've had all the same exact friends since middle school and high school. Yep. I've had maybe one or two friends new since I same. became an adult. Literally, yeah. maybe one, two. I wouldn't even say three because I can't even think of a third person blaming the other party and just analyzing the situation.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like, I think we, me and you, we kind of broke it down into three, right? Moving on. Yeah. The first one was moving on just for yourself, you know, or the next one was moving on maybe to like another relationship or, or friendship that could be making new friends after you lost a good friend or moving on with the person that betrayed you. Yeah. So let's get into the first one, moving on for yourself. So if you just want to kind of do some self healing after you've been betrayed, Whether Mm -hmm. it's from um, a person that's a friend or family Mm -hmm. or a relationship. I would say, honestly, something that we all kind of shy away from is get some counseling.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I feel like it can be really refreshing to get advice from someone not uh-huh. as biased you know because you know our friends and our families you know they're always going to be more biased towards us not saying that friends and family can't give good advice because they can uh-huh. Uh-huh. but getting advice from a professional I feel like it's better because they can see you in another way that people who are close to you can't uh-huh. and a lot of us are like oh I don't need help I don't need therapy I'm not crazy uh-huh. Therapy's not for crazy people okay yes, <laughs> it's not for crazy People. Yeah. You, it just means that I don't know how to handle this situation by myself. So let mm-hmm. me go and seek another person's advice. There is nothing wrong with getting help, but there is absolutely something wrong with literally staying and and being and becoming toxic. Yeah. Because let's be real, being hurt can cause us to be toxic and we may not mm-hmm. even realize it. So there is nothing wrong, you guys, with seeking therapy or any type of counseling. How about for you, Kira? What advice would you give on that? Yeah. So moving on by
1: yourself, somebody has betrayed you. You decide that you just want to end that relationship there or that friendship there or whatever, that situation there. What steps do you take? Well, personally, we've all been betrayed, myself included. And when it happened to me, I took time for myself because although it's not your fault that somebody betrayed you you want to just take a look at yourself and see what you could have done differently in that situation to not misjudge the person that you're with. Yeah, A lot of times, whether that's your friend or your um, significant other, a lot of times we just assume, well, you know, I can trust this person. This is my friend, or I can trust my partner. You know, he, I see great things in him. We, we tend to trust people because of how we see them because of the potential that they have because of what they mean to our lives. But that doesn't mean that it's a two-sided street. That doesn't mean that, you know, you can just hand this over to your friend or hand this over to your boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever the case is, right? Uh, you definitely have to do some healing within yourself to find out who you are and appreciate who you are because betrayal is inevitable. You're going to go through it in life all the time. Unfortunately, people will betray you, whether it's at work, at home, in your relationship, Mm -hmm. at school, um, at your kid's school, their teachers, whatever, like betrayal is all over the place. Absolutely. So um, you really sit, sit with yourself and and learn to love yourself. This is that part of self-care and self-love and self-respect yeah. and boundaries. This is that time frame that if, if it doesn't already exist, that that should start being implemented because the next time betrayal hits you in the face, you know who you are, you're confident. you're not blaming other people. You're not blaming yourself, and you can gracefully move forward confident in the person that you learned and
0: and grew to love yourself to yes. be. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And oh. also to kind of add what you said, how you said to sit with yourself, definitely yeah. have a seat with yourself, but don't sit too long, guys. Yeah, don't. You know, mourn it. I am definitely a person. I always tell my friends who've been hurt and they're, you know, coming to me about their pain. And I said, mourn the relationship, Mm -hmm. whatever relationship, friendship, whatever ship it was, mourn it. Take time to mourn it. Don't internalize it. Feel it, which is painful because feeling it is very hard. You know, and that's why I feel like a lot of people kind of seek alcohol and drugs sometimes because they don't want to feel it. And yes, feeling it and sitting with it is painful. Mm
1: -hmm. Once
0: you mourn it, let it go. Take that burden off of your shoulders. Stop blaming yourself. Take maybe, you know, like Kiara said, take some accountability maybe for, you know, ignoring red flags or doing stuff like that. But after you do that, let it go. Do not let this sit with you forever and ever. You know, don't let years go by and you're still torturing yourself over this.
1: Yeah, there is. And then just to piggyback off of that, there is so much value in, we are all one of one. There's nobody like you, Emmeline. There's nobody like me. There's nobody like you, a listener out there. There's nobody like you, group member out there. There's nobody like none of us. So learn who you are and love that person and be confident that nobody else put in the same position as you would move in such a graceful and trusting and vulnerable way. Yeah. Um, it is there there is so much joy and it is so, is so rewarding to be able to operate from a from a vulnerable place, from a place where I can be open in myself. So don't lose that about you just realize that you are one of one person. Nobody else in the world is like you and appreciate whatever that means. The good, yeah. the bad, the beautiful, the ugly, appreciate yourself. Because if you do that, betrayal next time, it won't feel like welts in your stomach. Yeah, that's it, it'll, true. it'll feel like, you know, somebody might've kicked you in your throat. But yeah. <laughs> or your chest. Yeah. Or your chest, but it's not going to be at the, what what, I think like there's real physical feelings when we get hurt, the bottom of your pit of the pit of your stomach feeling is like horrifying. So if somebody just kicks me in the chest, kicks me in the neck, I'm out of breath for a couple of minutes. I'll be okay. I'll be back. Right. But if somebody hurts me to the bottom of my heart, to my core, I hope you're following me to understand what I'm saying. If somebody hurts you that bad, as soon as you learn to love yourself, the next person that comes around cannot throw you that off anymore. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep. You'll be able to bounce back quicker. I see absolutely. what you're saying. Because yeah. betrayal always hurts, no matter how many times we are betrayed, whether mm-hmm. it's from the same person or another person, whatever the situation is. But you're right. Once we know how to deal with that, you know, it stings just a little bit less. So I I do yeah. agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. It's okay, which brings us to our next one. Moving on to another relationship after betrayal. This one, I feel like the best advice I can give is just remember that your new partner or your new friend, you Mm -hmm. know, don't make them suffer for what this person in your past did. And If you are making them suffer, then you haven't properly healed. Then you need to go back to the first one we did, (laughs) step one, and you need to be able to heal yourself. Don't make that person suffer or make them pay for what this person did to you in the past relationship. It's not fair to that person. This new person in your life deserves a fair chance. And, you know, we, we do it, especially women in relationships. If we got cheated on, I just use that as an example because unfortunately it is a common thing to happen we get into a new relationship and we're going crazy. We're checking phones, we're paranoid. We don't believe anything that comes out of his mouth or her mouth, yeah. whatever, and it's not fair to that person. And if this person is showing you signs that this past one did, you know what to do. You know You know to- exactly what to do. But no. you know, if this person is being patient with you and you know they're not they're showing mostly green flags, let's not torture that person. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not fair to them. Give them a fair chance to, you know, show you that, you know, that they're the person for you. And if they're not, then they're not.
1: Yeah. And, um, I'm going to say, don't do it to the person, but also don't do it to yourself. Mm -hmm. Relationship anxiety is a very real thing. If you've ever been through it, you can acquire relationship anxiety from past relationships or you can acquire it from a situation that you're going through currently in your current relationship. And I say relationship, but I mean, you know, friendship, any type of bond, be honest with yourself about the type of anxiety that's going to come with betrayal, because it happens, whether you bring it to your next partner or your next friendship or whatever the case is. So Your Your senses that are protecting you are going to make you feel uneasy in these Mm -hmm. scenarios. So -hmm. make sure that you heal that sense um, so that you can move forward in a healthy manner.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, also, I just want to add to that if you're moving on in another relationship, Definitely have discussions with your new partner that you didn't have with your last one, Uh you know, setting up realistic boundaries on what you guys expect from each other. I feel like having that conversation early on kind of, you know, it's basically lets you understand each other better. Yeah. Don't wait and wait. And then after that, when this person does a certain thing and you're like, what in the world? And you're like in shock but definitely yeah. just be open with each other from the beginning if it's a real relationship and partnership you guys want to have have the discussion what don't you like so i don't do mm-hmm. it and i'm gonna tell you what i don't like so you don't do it and let these be realistic things because yeah. you know couples and stuff like that they're gonna argue you're gonna do things unintentionally to each other that you just mm-hmm. don't like you know but you know the things that are you know principle. You know what I'm saying? Talk about that, have that open line of communication early on. So you both know what you're getting yourself into when moving on with new friends. I'm still in the phase of kind of learning how to make friends, (laughs) but I think it's pretty much the same. Give this new friend or, or friends and a chance to prove to you that, You know, they are not your past relationship Mm -hmm. Don't, you know, bring Those insecurities into the Friendship, Um, just kind of You know, giving that Person also a fair chance Not You can't really be paranoid And go through phones in a friendship, obviously It's not like that, so it's a little, you know Different, but, you know Also, and another thing is, I know some people Have a hard time, like With their friends having other friends (laughs) I feel like some people are like that. And if you have friends like that, don't make them feel bad about that. You know, don't make them feel bad because they have new friends. You know, just, you know, because you probably like, oh, I can't trust them. I don't want to be around Mm -hmm. them. That kind of brings like a negative energy. You know, I feel like everyone deserves a fair chance. And once maybe Mm -hmm. someone shows you, like, cause I'm big on vibes. Um, yeah. So once you show me, like, you bring a friend around and I don't, you know, really like her, I'm still gonna give you a a fair chance, you yeah. know. But just don't be too negative and stuff like that, because I feel like you can br- you can lose friends like that. Because they're gonna mm-hmm. be like, we don't like being around Emily. And every time I'm around her, she got her face all tore up, a certain type yeah. of look. You know, we can just tell her vibe is off. So, yeah. you know, just give everybody a fair chance because if mm-hmm. that's the way you go about it, then you will never really like, you will never have true friends. And how oh. about for you? What, what advice would you give to moving on to a new friendship?
1: So uh, moving on to a new friendship or a new relationship. So I actually, I'm very big on trust and energy as well moving on to a new friendship that is so hard for me because at my very adult age I do not feel like I should have to be moving on from my friends. I feel like we should at least at least to me all be in a place where like we're grown, we've been through things, we've we've had our bad friendships in high school and a little bit afterwards, but at this older age not so much. So for me, um, if you do something to me as my friend, we're going to just talk about it if it's something that's repairable, which most of the time in my case, it is. I have really good friends. I have a good group of friends. So very small, very good. But so we can simply talk about it. Now, if we're talking about I have to move on from a friendship and go into another one trying to be open and vulnerable, That's where my, that's where I make that decision that we were talking about in our last podcast, masculine versus feminine. So if you haven't listened to it, make sure that you check that out. But that is that at that point is where I make my masculine versus feminine decision on which energy I would like to bring out, depending on you as a person and what energy you're bringing me. Yeah. So if I feel like this is a moment where I have to be strong because this personality is strong, then I will do that. And, but most times I would like to be around people who bring out softness in me. So if I get around you and I feel a little bit defensive, I'm not, and I mean, within five minutes, I can tell whether, you know, me and this energy is going to, Mix well or not. So if I get around you and I'm just like not feeling it, there's really, I'm moving on to the next friendship. I have so many good friends. There's no reason for me to be friend chasing out here or friend searching or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. So as long as I feel okay and safe, me and you have no issues. I don't even care about what the last friend did to me. I'm good. As for uh, relationship-wise, though, I wouldn't recommend moving on to another relationship after betrayal—at least not quickly. Until you've taken step number one and find yourself, and then in your second, I mean, in your next relationship, you would also make your decision on what type of energy you want to bring. Do you want to bring your masculine energy, which is most of the time born in survival mode. Therefore it is strong or do you a strong and, and, um, is, is the word defensive?
0: Yes. Defensive. Yeah.
1: Strong, your masculine side, which is strong and defensive, or do you want to bring to that relationship a softer side and just have something a little bit more your type of lifestyle, if that's what you want to, you know, achieve, I guess. So for me, moving on to another relationship, I wouldn't do it unless I felt like I spent the time with myself. I took the steps I was supposed to take and I can bring the type of energy I want to bring without feeling like I have to defend myself from this person. So as long as you have done the work, you can make whatever decision you want.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, And, you know, friend breakups are real, guys. It could be actually just as painful as like breaking up with your spouse. Oh, yeah. Um, It's definitely real. I can say I have not lost too many friends honestly. Um but I have been hurt by you know past friendships definitely. But yeah. it was painful. Like, you know, it I definitely shed some tears over that friendship. And it did kind of make me even a little more closed off to making new friends, which is why mm-hmm. I keep the same friends for years and years. Literally I have a friend that I've known since I was four years old. No lie. And if she's listening she knows exactly who she is. Mm-hmm. I literally just keep the same type of friends. And I can honestly say I have a good friend group as well. And that's probably another reason why I don't really open myself to new friendships because I kind of feel like, well, you know, I have a pretty good support team right now. I don't see why I have to add anyone to that. But, you know, we can't be too closed off. And making new friends, even if they're not going to be like besties, it's always good to have a good group of people because we don't know what people what doors people can open for us. Which you know, I feel like in adulthood, like you know, especially in like the business world, there's nothing wrong with meeting new people because we don't know where people can take us. So,
1: mm-hmm. you know, I and think just that's to um, piggyback off of what you just said, there, one hundred percent right. Like I, I completely agree. Not every Friend that you meet, you have to court them as my best friend, and do we right. do we connect in every single. It is so important to categorize your friends, and I and I do not say that lightly because a lot of my friendships, I would love, not a lot that have ended because I don't have many friendships that have ended. That's not my type of life. But friendships that have ended, when I look back and take accountability on what I did there, I did not i did not categorize these people the way that i my party friend i thought is supposed to be the same as my I'm very sad. I need support or Mm -hmm. I want to talk about it or I want to vent. They are very completely, they can all be one person, but you just have to make sure that you know what friend you're asking what of so that you're not putting them in a lane that they don't belong. It's okay to have a close friend that you feel like you don't vent to about your real life situations. Don't look at that friend differently. That's just not in the category they belong in. So that's okay. In their category, they're thriving and doing great. It's when you start crossing paths or crossing lanes that things get a little messed up. So be be you know be mindful and honest with yourself about the type of friend that this person is and just just because they're a party friend or a friend you call to laugh and giggle sometimes that doesn't mean that they're not a close friend or even your best friend that just means that you have put them in the right category in your life so that they can, um, so that you two can have a a healthy friendship and relationship. I have a friend who, I have a friend I had a conversation with a couple of months ago, and she was like, you know, I'm an all-around friend. I'm a friend that you take to Target with you and run house chores, and I'm a friend you cry with, and I'm a friend you party with, and I'm I'm all this. And she was having an issue with one of her other friends who she felt like was just a party friend. Mm -hmm. And- you got to really look at that situation because that party friend has always been your party friend. Yeah. Are you so so is the friendship sour a little bit because you're putting them in a lane that they don't belong? Yeah. I I think so. So yeah, it's very important to just think about your friends, their strengths, their weaknesses, where you guys connect at and where you don't and move off of that energy.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I love that. We definitely have to, you know, be honest with friendships as well. You know, um, not everything is going to be a best friend forever type of situation, but just because they are maybe, like you say, a more party friend does not mean that they're a bad person. Yeah. So, no. which kind of brings us to our last topic. Moving on after betrayal with the person who betrayed you, (laughs) which to me is the hardest one from all of them. Well, okay. Maybe the first one is hard because it's always hard working on ourselves. Moving on with the person after they betrayed to me is very tough. Yeah, Especially, I feel like the relationship one is hard. Uh, Moving on with a person who betrayed you um, after like infidelity or maybe it wasn't even infidelity. That's not the only way you can, you know, betray someone in a relationship, Mm -hmm. whatever the situation is. I would say the best advice for that is once you decide that you are going to stick with this person, they hurt Mm -hmm. you and you say, you know what, but I'm going to stick around because I feel like their good traits are better than the bad, whatever the situation may be. Mm -hmm. So once you make the choice to forgive, you can't keep bringing up the situation after that. Mm -mm. Obviously, I know that sounds easier said than done. But when you are literally forgiving someone, you're literally saying I'm also forgetting. And you know, obviously we can't yeah. literally forget. I mean, it's all we're always going to remember things, especially when they hurt us. But you can't keep bringing that topic back up to that person because uh-huh. you you will never move forward. You will stay yeah. in the same place. And I tell you, you guys will be two miserable people in a relationship there will be no moving on from that so Mm -hmm. obviously you have to talk about it you know Mm -hmm. at first you know i'm pretty sure the person who was betrayed they're going to keep bringing it up because they're hurt that's that's a common you know thing to do is to bring Mm -hmm. it up but after you guys discuss it whether you guys go to counseling together in doing that whatever the situation may be you have to let it go You can't keep bringing it up and torturing the person with what they did because Mm -hmm. you made the decision to stay, which means that you have to be the one to, you know, say, okay, I forgave you. I'm going to forget it. Now let's move on.
1: Right. And don't torture yourselves either in the betrayal and forgiveness process. Don't torture yourself about it. This is normal everybody experiences betrayal on all different levels. I guess some are more severe than others, but this is a very normal thing. So also try not to focus too much on the person who betrayed you. Try to focus on how you cope with betrayal, Mm -hmm. the type of reactions you have when you are betrayed and how to just kind of keep them under control. You know, just, just do your best to grow as a person from those situations because a lot of things in life will come to test you, to trigger you, to see how you'll react to it. Yeah. But so you just have to make sure that you're doing the work in life because if you respond with betrayal in an angry way, it doesn't matter. You both are now wrong. Mm hmm that they are the betrayer. And now the way you're acting doesn't make you any better than them either. So make sure that you are, you know, training yourself and, and, and finding therapy because yes, you can talk to your friends, but your, that person is a professional. They have tools for you to cope with those moments where you feel Like you're about to lose control because something has came up, triggered you, made you feel uneasy. So don't torture yourself in these relationships, in these friendships, in these situationships. Nothing is worth you uh, physically feeling sick about Mm -hmm. whatever is going on. That is not the last time you will be betrayed. Maybe by that person, if that's what you decide, because it is your decision, it's not the last time you will be betrayed, but maybe it's the last time that you react in the way that you're reacting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And let's not, also if you're betrayed by someone and it's just too painful to move on with them, then let's just let it go. Don't force yourself to move on with the person that hurts you if it's literally causing you too much pain. We also yeah. have to remember not everything we lose is a loss. You know, sometimes I think we try to you know stick around because we're like, "Oh, we I have so much history though. There's, you know, we've been together this many years or we've been friends for this many years, how can I?" If you can't get over that, don't force it. You know, if it's just feeling too unnatural to move on in a relationship with this person or a friendship, let's just, just, just let that situation go. Life is too short for us to be miserable. You know, it's okay to say, you know what, this time you hurt me so bad. I really don't know how I can move forward. Even Mm -hmm. speaking to you. It's okay to say that no matter, we've been friends 20 years, we've been in a relationship 30 years, whatever. If, the betrayal was so much that you cannot move on and forcing it is literally just an unnatural feeling. Let it go. Let Let it go.
1: go. Absolutely. All right, guys. So we went over moving on with yourself steps to take self care and things like that. Moving on in your friendships to new friendships and new relationships And then we also covered moving on from betrayal with your current partner or with the person that betrayed you, your friend, the situationship, whatever the case is. So we hope that you got all the insight on the episode that you guys wanted. And for the person who requested this in our Facebook group, thank you so much. It was a really fun topic to cover, interesting topic to cover. So we really hope that you guys enjoyed it today.
0: Yes, we do. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And yeah. every time you guys tell us you love an episode, whether if you're texting me, messaging me, or putting it on the group, it means so much to us, guys. It really and does. And don't stop. You know, these little things matter. And, you know, always remember that you guys can post anonymously, you guys can sign into our DMs. And if you're my friend or family, you can text me, whatever the situation is, strangers, not strangers, everyone is welcome. Yeah. So we thank you guys again, and we cannot wait to um, have you hear our next episode. Yes, guys, we will see you next week. And remember, we are the top
1: pick podcast on your Facebook groups, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Amazon, wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure that you follow, rate, like, stay tuned for more episodes because we got them coming. Thanks, guys. Thanks Thanks for being here.
0: Bye. Bye.